0: Good afternoon, everyone. Uh, I am Peter Edwards, and I am one of the members here at Educators Worldwide. And we are having a meeting today with TTELT, uh, which is one of the projects of Educators Worldwide. And today, what we're talking about is professional development. And of course, that's a big term, and that's uh, an unclear term. So. Um, Just to start off, we're going to see uh, what a couple of us actually define professional development to be. Uh, Let's start with Dr. Eileen Hale. Uh, Eileen, I hope you're doing well today. And could you tell us a little bit about how you define professional development?
1: Thanks, Peter. Yes, I think of professional development as a process for improving our skills and our knowledge as educators so that we can better assist our students in their success for learning. I also think of professional development as a great time of personal and professional growth for us as individual educators.
2: You know, Eileen, I think that's a perfect definition, but I'm just gonna add one more word and that's enjoyable. I always look forward to professional development. And I think if we are going to be professional development leaders um, or assisting our colleagues in professional um, development, we have to think that it should be a very enjoyable experience, not like going back to school.
0: Thank you, Beth, and thank you, Eileen. Uh, those, are, those are great starts to this very interesting topic. Uh, for myself, I, I agree with both of you. I think for me, professional development, it, it really is this lifelong thing, uh, and it should be enjoyable because we can all give more to our profession and get more out of it if we stick with it. But the only way that we can stick with it is to continue to grow. And so for me, professional development is really continuing that growth. So uh, let's continue. And let me see if either of you have any specific tips for either online networking for professional development or in-person networking for professional development. This time, let's start with you, Beth.
2: Thank you, Peter. Um, one of the best professional development experiences I have had is a journal club. And, um, you know, we all know that journal clubs have always been popular in the medical world. And I think they're great for um, teachers and for teacher trainers, too. And one of the things that a journal club usually does is they pick an article that everybody reads. Well, when I was a fellow in Bangladesh and starting a journal club, I decided to make it a little bit different. And we chose two people to read an article. So one person was a mature teacher, and one person was a new teacher. And in that way, it kind of became a partnership between them and a mentoring. And they chose an article that they read. And then we got the group together and we did this monthly and it got to be we started doing it twice a month because people enjoyed it so much and they talked about the article and we asked questions and then if we wanted to read the article if it meant something to us we would and these journal clubs were really successful we came up with i mean with people choosing their own article it showed their passion it was really a fun experience
0: Thank you very much, Beth, Uh, that's that's great. Um, Eileen, what what do you have to add in this area?
1: Yeah, that's a great idea, Beth. Uh, I also would suggest a couple different things. One, taking online courses. I have myself developed some online PD courses, which is another idea (laughs) for those of you who are into developing curriculum. I really enjoy the process of developing courses as well as taking online courses. But I highly encourage people to try to participate, especially now, if you can get back out to in-person professional development, I think it really does make a world of difference that person-to-person contact and the relationships we build is not only the knowledge you gain from the content, but a lot of our growth comes from our interpersonal relationships. And when even as a presenter or as a participant in workshops, I think building those relationships and networking, sharing ideas is really what helps us grow, get motivated, encouraged, and share our mutual ideas for improving education globally and locally in our context.
0: Great, thank you both very much. Uh, On this topic of, of tips, I'll share something that I do which is actually on a yearly basis, I sit down for a little bit of time and I think about, and I like the number seven, seven components, seven things, seven aspects that I'm very interested in at that time. And they could be a classroom teaching technique or type of research or whatever it might be. And I think of those seven things and I try to make them a bit different And then every time I have an opportunity for professional development, I try to focus on that small finite number of things because the abundance of opportunities, whether it's looking on YouTube or when you go to a conference and you see the list of all of these very interesting things, for myself, I need to narrow it down. And also I then look for people during that one year time that are interested in those things. So I try to cut this very large idea of professional development into small bites that I can handle at an individual time so that my mind doesn't get too busy buzzing around with so many great, wonderful opportunities. My goal when I choose these few things is to try to make myself unique, singular. And so, I think, well, how can I not be the best person who does this, that, or the other, but to have some kind of interesting combination of things to keep my interest going and to make me unique for for new opportunities. Um, So that's something that I do as a a small tip. Um, Tell us what is something that you have experienced personally, from professional uh, development. Do you have a little story, a short anecdote that you could share? Let's start with Eileen again, please.
1: Thanks, Peter. Yes, and just piggybacking for a second on your prior comment, I wanted to add, I agree with you for a tip. I think if we can really focus when we go into any professional development training, focus on what you might want to give and get. Uh, both what you can contribute and what you uh, really want to learn from the professional development. I think oftentimes we go in kind of as a blank slate, like just trying to absorb it all. But if you go in with a focus, like I really want some tech tips, for example, or assessment tips and know what you're looking for, you can come away with that, re- achieving your goals, if you will. Um, and on that note, so answering your next question, was um, an anecdote. When I was working in Albania, I think one of the richest parts of the professional development, I was asked to do a lot of teacher training and I was able to collaborate with fellow colleagues from Albania and Kosovo and Croatia, neighboring countries. And we co-presented at conferences in their regions. And to me, that was really rich because I learned from colleagues from different countries around Albania, as well as like we contributed collaboratively to each other and to the greater regional conferences. So collaborating with others and sharing those ideas and presenting, I think is a fabulous way to grow and to give professionally.
0: Excellent, thank you so much, Eileen. And Beth, please chime in.
2: Thank you, Peter. Um, You know, I work with a group of rural teachers in Bangladesh and I just love these rural teachers. They are so eager to learn and they are starting language clubs with their colleagues. You know, I always think, oh, I don't have enough time to do this. I don't have enough time. And here are rural teachers who are so busy and work so hard and have so many family responsibilities. Here they are starting language clubs. So I'm I'm helping them with this. And it's really enjoyable. They have so many interesting ideas and they're really adhering to adult learning principles that, you know, um, the teachers want to be involved in designing this, um, that even though you're a leader, it doesn't mean you're their teacher. I'm, I'm really proud of them for taking the time for improving their language and English language and also for helping each other improve. So that's one of the great experiences is that you can start your own community of practice. And I think that's an important lesson.
0: Excellent. That's, uh, that's a very, very good tip, a great, uh, a great avenue to, to follow. Um, I'll, I'll add on to that a, a little bit, two things. One, as I was, uh, preparing for getting together with, uh, with you today, I was searching around on the internet and I found an organization that I'd never thought of. It was actually uh, black educators around the world and I'd never thought of them before, but I sent them an email and uh, now, now I'm plugged into something new. There's so much out there that if we just spend a little time thinking, gee, I, I wonder if there are some like-minded people Another thing that I do that's similar to, I think, what Eileen has talked about, how she has done a lot of things, and what you were just saying, Beth, as well, but this is on a much smaller scale. When every year at my university, when we have new educators come in, new people have just been hired, I make a WhatsApp group, and we just get together because we're all kind of nervous about what's, what's going on, and we just get together a little bit informally and a little bit formally to just kind of get the hang of this new environment. So even on a small scale, a little bit of helping each other out, sharing some ideas, even on a small scale can be good professional development. Um, uh, Yes, please, Beth.
2: Well, you know, I think that uh, that statement of small scale reminds me that there are a lot of small online teaching conferences out there. This year I decided to sign up for the Cambodia TESOL conference and it was really excellent. They had fabulous plenary speakers. I learned so much and so many new ideas. And I think We think of these large conferences, certainly they're wonderful, but there's a lot of small conferences going on where you can really get a lot out of them. Um, So I've been enjoying trying some of the smaller online conferences and learning a lot from them too. Excellent,
0: excellent. Well, as we start to wrap up, I'll ask, uh, both Eileen and Beth for some final comments about professional development. I'll just, for my closing comments, say that uh, you know it can be very easy to be around some of your coworkers and just push the negativity of the difficult job that we all have. And it's it's good to sometimes let off some steam. That's really good, but. As we would like to continue to develop as as uh, professionals, it's good to try to go out and find some people that are really looking to be positive. Maybe they're in the office next door or maybe they're across the world but finding somebody with positive energy and bringing more of that positive energy together can be very good in helping you. And that motivation will lead you very far along the lines. But as I said, let's hear some final comments from both Beth and let's start with Eileen.
1: Thanks, Peter. Yeah, I would suggest as a final comment, um, if you haven't in the past, to submit proposals to present at professional development um, conferences, whether locally or globally and or online, because I think through the process of presenting, it um, gives you the opportunity both to give and to get, but also to develop these networks and discover who's interested in what you're interested in and share your knowledge back out as well as participate in groups like Peter suggested, Google Online. um, For Americans that have participated in Fulbright or English language programs, we have what's called the Communities of Practice, which is a great online networking community. So find those communities wherever you are to network regionally, locally with the people that are closest to you, where you can have the greatest impact and share ideas to improve education wherever you are.
0: Thank you, Eileen. Thank you very much. And Beth,
2: uh, final comments? Um, Yes, thank you, Peter. Um, That was a great point, Eileen, about um, presenting at conferences because you meet so many people that way. But one of the things that one of my colleagues said to me that during the online teaching time during COVID was that they really missed the hallway conferences, you know, the hallway chats where, hey, I'm having this problem. What do you think? Or I just walked out of this class and it was a mess and they really missed that encouragement. So I think we have to always keep in mind the benefits of professional development, you know, feeling less isolated, being able to support each other, encourage new teachers um, and avoiding burnout. Um, Peter mentioned that before. And I think that if we keep those benefits in mind, it will kind of give us a, a push. You know and it increases our self-confidence and professional identity so i try to keep those benefits in mind when i'm getting a little lazy about professional development
0: thank you beth those are great words for us to end on and so thank you beth trudell thank you eileen hale and for T-T-E-L-T, and Educators Worldwide. This is Peter Edwards, and thank you all for joining us today. And we will continue talking about professional development in the days, weeks, and months to come. Thank you all very much for joining us.